Welcome to the Life Success and Legacy Podcast. We're glad you're here, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you back to the next episode of the Life Success Legacy Podcast. I am Chris Bay, joined by two of our mics. Mike Everett, how are you this morning? Good morning. Doing Good well. Good morning. Excellent. Michael Crawford joining in. So we've got representation from the three Lawrence Americans. Yeah. Right here. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, this doesn't happen too often. Usually we're we're more spread out and have people all over the place, but mm-hmm. uh, we're localized here in Lawrence, is, America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike Everett, you've been busy this morning. You want to give people a an update bit, on, yeah. on what's going on in the world of Mike Everett? It's a stressful just, life uh, you live. Winter, winterizer on the lawn, and uh, my granddaughter is here for the day. My nine-month-old granddaughter, actually nine months tomorrow. You you've got a policy on that granddaughter with? I um, do not yet because I can't get my son-in-law to to give me her uh, some of the stuff that I need with uh, <laughs> social security number. I, I text him once a week and say, hey. I need the social security number. I said, I got to have that. So you I'm, clearly I'm don't have as much influence on your son-in-law as maybe you thought you did. Well, you're hundred <laughs> percent correct there. <laughs> and if he does listen to this, I apologize, Brad, for bringing you into this. <laughs> That's funny. Uh-oh. MC, oh, Mike Crawford's been doing something here in Lawrence, which is kind of a cool deal. It's called Leadership Lawrence. And uh, you want to give them a quick little soundbite for Leadership Lawrence and then tell them about your, uh, your well, just tell us about Leadership Lawrence. Yeah, it's just a program. Um, it's through the chamber. Um, it is uh, focused on um, the Kansas Leadership Center, uh, which is based out of Wichita uh, and their instructional like leadership manual, I guess you could call it. Um, the idea is you apply. Um, if you're chosen, um, you become part of like a graduating class if you make it through the course. And it's sort of like going to like to school for a full semester or a full year. You know, so we start mm-hmm. in September, kind of like a normal school would. And we end in May with a potential graduation type of event. And mm. each each session is uh, focused on a different aspect of our community. So um, education was one day. We had communication, which was another day. That's maybe less about the community. But then we had, um, we'll have social services next week. Um, and we have like economic development where we get to go around arts and culture, where we learn about um, different aspects of arts and culture, which don't just include um, like drawings or paintings. It included, um, you know, food services, because that can be a way people express their artistic abilities. And help the community in in a different way. So it's kind of unique. Mm. And you get to learn a lot about the community that you live in. And I've been here 23 years. And each class, I've been sh- uh, shocked at the things that I didn't know existed um, mm-hmm. in town. And so that was part of the reason I really did want to do this was I've been here long enough, I felt like maybe it was time to get below the surface a little deeper and, you know, kind of learn more about our community. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> And your group got together for a little uh, socializing and, and had some uh, trivial trivial uh, questions or something. Yeah, did, yeah we did. did a, there was an event last night that several of us attended and uh, we uh, had some Christmas trivia that our team ended up winning. But uh, you know, it was a good team effort and a little bit of a uh, little bit of, uh, you know, banter back and forth between the teams. So that was fun. 
yeah. talking about banter, uh, I'm starting to think about your graduation. And if we had a full LSL row, we could start the wave when you yeah. started in on, on the graduation process. That'd be fun. Well, most of my class members are already aware that I like to talk a lot. So that's not really going to be surprising <laughs> for them to see a group of people that also are just as excitable as I am, you know? <laughs> we, had, we had dinner with my brother-in-law last night. Hey, Brian Pine. How you doing, buddy? Um, and he, he uh, his his business is uh, real estate. They do a lot of um, agricultural land, recreational land. They also do, um, you know, other homes and things like that, but they do more rural kind of stuff. And um, his team bought him an egg timer. So when he starts oh. turning, they put it, he starts talking, they put it out there. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. <laughs> oh, that is funny. That is too good. I we were all that. cracking up. You know, you know, what hum makes humor funny is there's truth to it. Thread <laughs> of truth Amen. to it. Amen yeah. To that. Okay. Oh. So today, what we're going to talk about is this um, concept, this tool that we use in IBC called a convertible term, and we want to unpack that because um, if someone's just listening for the first time or they followed us in the past. This is all IBC is all about whole life, cash value, equity, you know, all those kinds of things. So mm -hmm. why in the world would the LSL team start talking about a term policy? Mm. So let's first uh, define what is a convertible term policy? Who would like to explain that? Go ahead, MC. Well, um, <laughs> I guess I like to talk, right? Um, yeah. the, uh, start the egg timer. Start the timer. <laughs> a convertible term is uh, not all uh, companies offer convertible terms. All companies offer term, which, which just as a quick mm -hmm. the term policy is typically, we'll just use round, uh, round numbers, 10, 15, 20, 30 years of a term. Meaning when you buy that policy, you own it for as long as you pay the premium for that number of years. Like once you choose the 10, you can't make it bigger. You can keep it after the fact, but once it ends the term, the cost of the insurance goes way up, right? Um, yep. And so, you know, if you're younger, some people might choose to buy a 20 year term because they're young and healthy and it's cheap and they can keep it for 20 years. But as soon as that 20 years is up, they either have to buy another term or uh, they, they are uninsured um, unless they had other policies, right? Um, so a convertible term, the, the, the easiest way to describe that is some, age, uh, some companies allow you to take that term policy, whatever that value is, and just for round numbers, let's say it's $500,000 term. And they allow you to convert a portion of that up to a percentage uh, into whole life insurance, okay? And even some companies allow you to convert it into IBC style whole life insurance, which is amazing. Um, yeah. And what that really means is if you happen to become uninsurable for some reason, and you still wanted to, to, to create some more infinite banking or just have whole life coverage, you can convert that policy, that, that term, without having to go through underwriting. It's just a, what do they call it, Mike? Acquired age or attained age? Yeah, attained age. Attained age, sorry. Yeah, attained. and they don't have to prove insurability. Exactly. There's no additional yeah. proof. Once you own that convertible term, again, as long as you paid that premium and you convert it before the term expires, you are 
you're not obligated to prove insurability at that point. It's just attained age that they base the, pre, uh, the premium off of. And so it allows for an additional option um, for coverage. I'm that was a clarify. great explanation. Go ahead. Yeah, and I'm going to clarify a couple of points. 99% of the companies will allow them to convert that to a whole life policy, but they do not offer the infinite banking concept model that we have. There's very, very, very few companies that will allow that. So, you know, for a, a larger company that doesn't subscribe, to IBC, they're more than likely not going to allow one of their clients to convert that to an IBC style policy. But that's why we work with certain companies because they allow that uh, uh, that feature for us to be able to go to a client and and create an IBC style policy. It could almost be a, a litmus test for identifying true IBC companies yeah. is do oh. they allow you to convert into an IBC style policy? Because if yeah, they don't, yeah. they don't fully understand or they haven't taken it that far. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's an uh, that's interesting. Getting in the, that's getting in the weeds there, brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, on that term piece, before we move on, um, mm -hmm. you know, we've all heard buy term and invest the rest, right? Mm -hmm. And the reason is oftentimes is because term is so cheap. Yeah. But is it truly cheap? Because if you think about a, a life insurance policy and the cost of coverage, and I'm going to do a visual here is, you know, as we age, the cost of that insurance increases. Yep. So when you take whole life insurance, what they've done is they've kind of averaged, almost amortized a little mm -hmm. bit. They, they've totally. averaged the cost of that insurance over the lifetime, but it's going to cover you until you're passing. So That's the right. cost is up higher because they've had to average it knowing they're going to have to pay out at some point. Well, with term, it still gets more expensive as you age, but what they've done is they've said, we're going to cover you for 10 years at this price. So think whatever the amount of time it is, right. yeah. 10, 15, 20, 30, whatever. So if it's a term, they know they're holding that cost way down. Yep. But if you go beyond that term, say it's 10 years, all of a sudden that cost ramps way up. Skyrocket. Skyrockets. So, so actually, when people look at life insurance coverage, is it cheaper if you stay within the term only? Yes. What's the likelihood that you're going to pass away during that term? Everett? Pretty small. Pretty small. In fact, Mike, we used to talk about the percentage of revenue that came for life insurance companies from their term policies. Remember how we would talk about that? It's really one of their uh, largest revenue sources. Yeah, it was like a really small percentage ever paid out. One half of one percent or something. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you, it's so small, mm -hmm. it's ridiculous. But yeah. yet, you know, there there is a need. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which and is I really that why, yeah. I think that that's Go something ahead. that we've evolved as a team in the course of the eight years that I've been a part of the team is our understanding and implementation of uh, term, you know, and mm -hmm. honestly, like we could even talk about some personal stories of term that have been, you know, 
purchased by our team members. Uh, Chris, you have a personal story associated with uh, Sean, your wife, about Absolutely. some insurability as well as just general coverage back when you bought that policy. Yeah, it, it's been a tool for us that's been really valuable, played out. We didn't anticipate it to be, but right. you know, I like to think ahead a little bit and kind of think <laughs> worst case scenario, what, what might happen? How can I plan for that? Um, and actually, I remember it was either my first or second think tank, Mike Everett, um, that we went to. And I remember we were meeting at some other um, Nelson Nash Institute practitioners. Yep. And, you know, it's great sharing. We are learning from each other. We yep. continue to learn every single day. We learn new things. Um, but I remember Russ saying to me, so do you guys do convertible terms for your clients? I was like, tell me you what could that just is. you could feel the question mark on our face <laughs> i like okay there's something i need to learn from you yeah. tell me yeah. tell yeah. me why okay. what's the benefit all those kinds of things so it, it great for our clients personalizing it um we did not have convertible terms to begin with we had our four ibc policies one mm -hmm. on each of our family members and we had just um adopted lily I was 30 years old. I had just gotten hired as a school principal and Sean was diagnosed with uh, cancer. She's fine now, um, which is, you know, a blessing. Um, but that was a scary time. And looking back on that, I thought, so because she was diagnosed with cancer, once she was cancer free, we had to go 10 years, 10 years of her being cancer free before we could apply for any new life insurance on her of any kind, right? Mm. And so thinking back, if we had had a convertible term policy on Sean at that point, even though she was diagnosed with cancer, we still could have converted it into whole life. And specifically because of the companies we work with, we could have converted it into IBC yep. whole life. Yep. After the fact, we got convertible terms, right? And yeah. we have family members that are probably temporarily uninsurable. Mm -hmm. We have another family member that probably is uninsurable going forward. And we have convertible terms on all of them, um, mm -hmm. which I feel really good about. Maybe yeah. I wish we had even more death benefit on them yeah. because of that. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And that gets into a whole nother conversation about human life value and those kinds right. of things. So I'll stop there for now on our story. Yeah, no, that's really good. You know, because I think, you know, sometimes as, as coaches, we learn from personal experience as well as our clients experience, you know, and it kind of, sometimes there's a jolt in your brain where mm -hmm. all of a sudden you have the realization like, okay, we need to, we need to be more mindful. And Shelly actually keeps us on track with that almost every single week whenever He's we great at strategy. It. Yep. Um, she will mention, hey, by the way, should we include some convertible terms? Uh, every week. And you know, I, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, yes, we've thought about that. But honestly, it's important for her to continue to remind us because mm -hmm. again, I think the three of us specifically on the team are much more like whoop, honed in on like the strategy part and we're focused yeah. on the whole life aspect. And, you know, the policies that will benefit the family for their IBC structure. And she's always like, hey, don't forget about this. You know? <laughs> well, Mike, you know, Mike Everett, you always say we are we're life insurance people first. 
Yeah, which I don't necessarily funny. like it when you say that because uh, I no. went into this for IBC, but we have a responsibility. We take yeah. that responsibility to make sure that families are cared for in the worst situation that could happen. You know, I'm going to go back to when we were sitting at, uh, at Russ's office because I was anti-term up to that point. Mm-hmm. And remember, remember when when we had this conversation, it was just like should have had a V eight. Uh, you know, it was <laughs> one of those moments where you kind of go, "Man, does this make sense?" Which usually, if anybody knows me, I'm not quite that flexible. In my <laughs> hey, stop it! Both of you laugh. That's not good. <laughs> Um, yeah, when when I when I start to think uh, through this, that was really a, a a gear shifting time for me of how I felt about term and convertible terms, and it has been a, a great tool for us. Mm-hmm. So, question to the team: How many? <clears throat> let's first explain this. If you are still insurable, there is no need to do the conversion. You simply apply for a new light, a new policy. Okay, right. And then right, you're you're still using your age at that point, unless there's a severe health issue or you're uninsurable completely. Then yeah, I would never convert that policy. Right. So so you just you just go ahead and apply for a new whole life policy, IBC policy. Then right, that person can determine: Do I want to keep that convertible term in addition to it for the extra coverage, or do I want to drop that? Okay. So, so there's that whole thing. Um, We had a situation recently where we did need to convert. In fact, um, to the team, how many conversions of our clients, of our thousands of clients that we support, how many convertible terms have we actually converted? Hardly. Yeah. One. one. I I think one and it was ours. No. So it's really a safety net. Mm-hmm. It's it's an inexpensive safety net. We've converted one as <laughs> yeah, a team for say, any of our I clients, think any and it is was other than your guys. And and we, I wanted to kind of be the guinea pig. I wish we didn't have to be the guinea pig, but we mm-hmm. in our situation it worked out where we could be the yeah. guinea pig. And Shelly walked us through it. We did the paperwork. It was so simple. Yeah, it was it, it is was simple. easy. That's great. It was really just a form that we filled out and. Um, it, it was super simple. The whole thing happened. It's easier than taking a loan down at your local bank. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a theme with life insurance, by the way, people, if you're listening, that is a theme yeah. in life insurance. It is Boy, easier in the bank, yeah. period. In getting a loan and those kinds of <laughs> Any things. Any of it. Some of the other parts, we're not, you know, life insurance companies are not online banking. It, no. It's not like no, I can just go on my true. app and move no. money around. Not yet. Quick. I think you're starting to see a shift. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, well, we have, I'm, I'm not saying they're going to be online banking, but I guess what I say is the technology shift there's, that you're seeing is uh, moving towards ease of uh, client interaction, I'll yep. say. Yeah, I agree. So just so people know, because term is less expensive, you're typically talking about a couple hundred bucks, depending on how big of a term that you get, you're talking a couple hundred bucks, a thousand or less probably mm-hmm. in term annual premium. And I said annual. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it really just depends on, on what you want to do. Now, 
we have some clients and we just had a discussion of this in the last week during our strategy session. Um, if, ter if convertible terms are so inexpensive mm -hmm. and because IBC policies <laughs> de-emphasize the death benefit and emphasize the cash value, oftentimes we are not able to reach the human life value of somebody, right? Right. And just to define very quickly for our, our listeners, human life value is life insurance is basically replacing your lifetime's income that you most likely could earn. Right. So mm -hmm. if I just for simple numbers, if I make a hundred thousand dollars <throat> and I am 45 years old, a hundred thousand dollars a year, and I'm 45 years old and I plan to work for another 20 or I could work for another 20, right. 25 years. You take the number of years times your annual income, whatever that result is, that sum is, that is ballpark, a simple yes. way to look at your human life value. So I can get convertible term up to my human life value to make up the gap of what I didn't get in whole life, mm -hmm. right? right? And there are some, some folks out there that advocate for that, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. We had a discussion in this last week about a couple who said, we are interested in maxing out our human life value yeah, convertible right. term. And we had some discussion amongst that team. As, as we always say, it depends, right? Yep. It depends on your mm -hmm. situation. But quick little conversation amongst you two. What was that conversation as to should we max out the human life value with convertible term? Should we not? So the, the, the fun thing about that conversation was is that it's a young couple who's excited about um, learning about their life insurance, uh, learning about infinite banking, learning and, and creating a family system. So all of the factors leading into it are great, right? They're the things that we as coaches and as a team desire. You know, we look for those, uh, that, that energy in the clients that we work with. They, we, I believe they had sort of misguided intentions with wanting to max out their human life value. Um, I felt like the, uh, the purpose of purchasing it was just to have it. And I think it would be wiser to start with some smaller IBC style policies and fill in some mm -hmm. small gaps with that um, you know, additional death benefit that the convertible term provides rather than just going out and immediately buying as much term as you can possibly buy to max that out. I think, again, all of it matters in terms of like, it's each case is different. Each yeah. scenario is different. So it just depends as Chris just said, but I think, you know, for this young family, it was more, it would be more valuable, I believe, for them to create a banking system with some convertible term versus just buying, you know, a million and a half worth of death benefit. And I think we find out a lot of that during the dream conversation. Yeah. 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 And then when we get together as a team, it kind of it flushes itself out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, for example, if during a conversation with them, we learned that, you know, one of the partners has a family has a history of diabetes or cancer or something like that and there's a real fear or there's a diagnosis of some sort that mm -hmm. maybe they they their family members don't live a full lifespan typically that's a factor that we would for sure Absolutely. want to take take into consideration Absolutely. Um, so again as you said mike everett it's a part of getting to know the people what are their goals when we talk about the the um 
the dream conversation, we talk about the very first thing is, okay, looking down the road and life is really good, personally, professionally, <laughs> financially, what's it look like? And the very first question we ask is, what are the dangers? Yep. What are the fears that we want yep. to eliminate? And if they come out and say, look, my family has a history of blank. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I do not want to leave my family in a bad situation if I get diagnosed and pass away early. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. That comes into the conversation that comes into the strategy for sure. Yep. So, Absolutely. Okay. And I think uh, like one of my ahead. things, like when we talked about doing this podcast, we've done a um, conversation about convertible terms. It was way back in April of 2020 when we did that, right as the pandemic started. Uh, funny enough, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but, you know, I think that even in the two and a half years or three years or whatever it's been since we did that recording, I feel like as a team, not only have we evolved even further in terms of our application of uh, convertible terms for families, but I think we have learned from our our, our clients that that is a need or a desire that they have and we are working with them to to fill those gaps and to help them through the dream conversation understand what's important to them you know today and tomorrow as well thinking long term right you know the mm -hmm. whole the whole idea behind infinite banking already so I mentioned this in the mm -hmm. webinar every time that we are an educational organization and we're not just an educational organization providing education for people. We are also learning, yes. which is, which is key to why I believe our team is one of the best in the country in the education process for our clients. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be, you know, haughty or proud about that. It's just that I know because of the squad, the crew, the team that we got, man, it, it is impressive because I've even had some other IBC agencies come back to me and say, dude, we don't even do an eighth of what you guys do. And he goes, the time and the energy that you invest in your clients and getting to know them, he goes, I think it's second to none. And we feel that way yeah. because it is a it is a blessing in disguise to be able to know and and really create a lifelong plan for our clients. But it's all done in the process that life success and legacy has. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking of listeners out there who may have been following us or listening, learning about infinite banking, and they may make the mistake of thinking, I don't have enough assets to actually yeah. start an IBC policy. So my first point is, try us. Let yeah. us see. It's not going to cost you anything to let us at least look at your situation and see if we can get you started. So that's the very first thing is don't assume that we can't go on one of our scavenger hunts and put you in a better position <laughs> yeah. in the future. Well, and let me, before you leave that point, yep. everybody always thinks you got to have a giant bucket of money to make this right. thing work, which is absolutely not true. And a, a perfect example is I, I presented a strategy last night and this guy and his wife, literally, they are, they are struggling financially. Mm-hmm. So did the convertible term 
conversation happened. You better believe it. But that was after we did just a deep dive discovery of those available dollars. And we it's were able to create one even at $350 a month. And the guy was going, dude, this is unbelievable. Yeah. So sorry, I butted in. No, no, that's it's a perfect example. A example. It's a great transition to, and you were taking us there is, what if they couldn't come up with that $350 a month to get an IBC policy started, right? Would we recommend if this is a young couple, young family, and they don't have, and they don't even have to be young, but if right. they don't have any coverage, yeah. absolutely, especially if they don't have any convertible coverage, right. we would highly recommend we get some convertible terms in place even if they can't start an IBC policy today. So I'm going to use this couple again, because after we looked at the term that they had, and we looked at the term that we were going to offer them, the convertible term, I might add, we saved them $500 um, a year mm -hmm. by just shifting the thought process to convertible term and they literally had, I think they had a 15 year term mm -hmm. and because of where they are and they're super healthy, we were able to take a new convertible term at the same face value that they had, save them $500 a year, which created an additional, Even you know, $60, or, $70 a month <laughs> yep. to add to they're $350 a month IBC plan. It was just like, he goes, nobody's ever spent this kind of time with us. And I said, well, that's kind of what we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, convertible terms can be a term, uh, a tool um, to help people in a couple different ways. One, to get coverage for your family inexpensively if you're not at a place where you can start IBC. But again, yep. try us on that. Yeah. We like yeah. that challenge. Yeah. Um, and then secondly, it's a great way to give you a safety net. If you have started yeah. IBC, it's a great way to give you safety net of expanding <laughs> your IBC system. We just started a, a brand new $20,000 a year annual premium um, on Sean through a conversion, For your right? Mm -hmm. yep. and, and it was fantastic. She didn't have to go through underwriting or anything, yep. right? So hat it was just great to have that in place. So, so it allows you to expand or franchise your IBC system. It gives you that safety net of additional coverage, right? And then yep. it's, it's just an inexpensive way to give you that safety yep. net. So, yeah, I mean, Mary and I have done that too. We've added convertible terms to our system over the last several years in, in an effort to bump up our, you know, overall coverage just in case. Right. Uh, but also to give ourselves that, you know, that safety net in case something were to, you know, to turn on us and, you know, become uninsurable for some reason or another. And, uh, you know, we did a podcast relatively recently about riders. Yeah. And, you know, we're not going to go into that now, but there's a reason that we are continually educating ourselves. Mike just mm -hmm. said this, Chris has said this, it is always in an effort to better what we do, not only for our clients, but for ourselves and our families as well. Mm, yeah, stuff. one clarification before we wrap up, Mike Everett, you cannot get convertible terms on children. That is correct. Yeah. 
So we're limited with kids. They have to be whole life policies. There is a rider that you can get on an adult's policy that would be a, a coverage for a child, but you cannot get a term policy no, on a child. Gotta be 18 so, and above. Yeah. So that is just a little little nugget that people okay. need to know. I wanted to that just popped into my head that we need <laughs> yeah, to clarify that for, for folks. So okay, good information. Hope this was helpful to all of you who join in with us. Um, check us out at lifesuccesslegacy.com. We have lots of learning opportunities. All of the books that we have on there, um, Nelson's, the original, uh, Becoming Your Own Banker, and then a variety of other books that we have. Yep. Check out our old podcasts, and we always have new podcasts being released. You can search those by topic. Mike Crawford does a great job of uh, titling those. So you can poke around and find things that are of interest to you. Um, and then, of course, we have our learning opportunities. We recommend that um, you join a webinar, which Mike Everett does live on Monday evenings, usually twice a month. So um, usually about twice a month on Mondays, Mike Everett will do the live webinars. And then usually um, about once a month, every six weeks or so, we do a live boot camp, which is a three hour deep dive into the infinite banking concept. Mm. Half of that is teaching. Half of it is Q&A from the people who participate. Mm -hmm. We just wrapped up one of those last weekend, which was we had a great turnout, uh, super fun, great questions. So, guys, thanks for joining in. Uh, to our listeners, we look forward to uh, our next episode of the Life Success Legacy Podcast. <laughs>